Hey, it's the Foster's After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down season five, episode 15 called Mother's Day. And here to help us do it is Sherry Som and Bradley Brunewick. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, 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 and happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Oh my God. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We've got Sherry and Bradley in the studio. Oh, don't forget about Chandon. We have Chandon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, wow. I, I brought champagne to live in the party. I have mom's night out. She's getting wild. Watch out. Bradley, just stop. <laughs> um, oh, you can't, trust me. Okay, fine. Um, let's do some quick intros, and then we'll hop into the episode break. Down. Of course, we have Sherry Som as we said hi, Woo! and we Bradley Rudawig. Hi, hi uh, I'm Jeffrey Masters. <laughs> Hannah. I'm Hannah Pritchard. Y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hot Chat Dude. I'm Jillian Leff. You can follow me on Twitter at Jillian Leff. And also, as always during the show, please hashtag ABTV Fosters. I will be following along. You could also tag me directly. These two are ready to answer questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie, but find me on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. I'll holla at you there. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, we are winding down this series. This to me felt like a like beta finale episode. Yeah, it had all the emotional highs and so lows much. that I, I needed. I just got chills when you said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good again? chills or bad chills? Like it just like I don't know. I know. Sweet chills. It's kind of an emotional time. I mean. Uh, we were talking with Bradley before we watched the episode, and, you know, we here have recapped all the episodes that the audience has seen. So for us, you know, when you guys hit 100 episodes, we would have hit 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like we've grown up together. Like, when I first moved to L.A., this is the first yeah, after show that I did, you know. Wow. I met Jeff in 2013, and then Steph came along, and then Hannah came along, and wow. we've grown and have this sort of like family friendship together and it's going to be weird not to see them every week. Just like you guys, it's going to be weird to not see you on the screen. Yeah, Yeah. It is, it's like a college more than college length of time and that's, you know, anyone who's gone to college is like, that's a huge growth you know, you bond with people, it's like a life changing situation and that's how, you know, it feels. It's an era. And we were saying that Sherry was on our, uh, I think season one, episode Mm -hmm. one after show Um, that was before you were a mom. I know. Yes. I feel like I, I brought my kids to the last uh, episode that we shot on, on, on Warner Brothers. And they're like six feet tall. They're, they're, like <laughs> they're in creatures. college. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but you know, I feel like they were part of the thing too because they, they, I became a family with them, with the Foster's family at the same time. And, you know, the producers were so supportive of my pregnancy and I just felt like it was fitting to have them with me there just to like, you know, we were hiding you behind canoes. Remember that? <laughs> oh, so good. I remember all <laughs> I the scenes. Yeah. It wasn't a canoe, Bradley. It was a kayak. So a kayak. just I'm let's... I'm sorry. I wasn't You're that right. big. Wait, did that correspond <laughs> with your character's pregnancy? It did, but I think Lena was not as far... She was not as yeah. far along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's wild. Mm-hmm. It, so in the, you guys have already shot the finale episodes, right? We're almost done. Almost. Yes. We have a little bit more to shoot. We did. But it's not... In Los Angeles. Oh. 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 Oh my God. We're finally getting the White House visit I wanted. (laughs) I was predicting that all along. Rosa, right here. I was going to say, was Justina back? Is she going to ruin things? Oh gosh. Is that weird, Bradley? Yeah. It's been a very long goodbye, I have to say. We kind of started with the 100th episode, I feel like. That was super emotional, and we all gathered as a cast and crew, and lots of speeches, and a lot of tears, and a lot of celebration. And I think from that point forward, we've 
had these goodbye milestones. Yes, and Peter Page was saying like death by paper cut. You know, yeah. like we, every mm -hmm. this is the last this. Oh, this is the last time we'll be we'll be in this set. We'll be mm -hmm. you know. And every time I do that, I'm like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to hear it. I just want to pretend that that set is going to be up in perpetuity at mm -hmm. Warner and Warner Brothers. And it came down today. I don't want to hear that, Bradley. I, I just told you. Oh None gosh. of us could walk even close. To <laughs> I know. The stage. I walked by it because I was there for the thing, and um, I just couldn't look. I was like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. us including and the fans, we've been following everything on Instagram on all the oh, stories. Yeah. So it's like every time I'm like, oh no. my God, this is so hard. Yeah. Sierra's and Maya's posts so oh. well, like they're just killer. And we're it's... also trying to decode things. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. As we see, you know, like where you're shooting, right. you know, what's going we've on. We've planted a few hints, so yeah. it's, like, it's like a little game. I definitely <laughs> have it figured out. I'm not going to repeat it again while oh. you guys are here, but like I you're definitely, pretty good at that. I definitely know a location. <laughs> all right, right. You guys need to watch back, maybe like three episodes ago I said it oh <laughs> wow yeah. um, every time that we Bradley and we kind of marvel in the fact that there was not a chemistry read for Steph and Lena's characters in the casting process mm -hmm. is that, that's correct right no there no, was, we got there was? Yeah. oh I thought you you cast Sherry then you're finding it's not another mom correct oh, okay. we found Sherry and we're like we're done <laughs> like that's mm -hmm. that's it I mean she had to come when you go to a network you have to bring in a couple of people you just sort of have no choice but we already knew, and yeah. then she killed it. And then when and we brought Terry, I remember getting in. the email that night. So we be available for for a chemistry read with. Um, and, and I looked to see like all the little details, and it was like Terry Ball. Terry Ball. Oh my oh god! Pops in, meet the parents. Yeah, exactly. I'm so geeked out. And then I met her, and I'm like, oh dear, because um, she was so wild. And she, you know, in the in this chemistry read, she was just saying stuff and not going on the script. I'm like, she's not saying the stuff that's on. Uh, and I'm joking with executives. I'm like, she's joking with the executives. Like, no, you can do that. Job. Like, she was so balled out. She's so cool, right? And then exactly how you see her now. And then, you know, the rest is history. But And then I just fell in love with her. Can you imagine going through this process for the last five years and not connecting like you did? Well, I can because I've been, like a lot of actors in Hollywood, I've been on plenty of shows where you're like, oh, gosh, oh, that person. And, you know, even though it looks like on screen you might have great chemistry, you, you hate each other. Mm. I've been not, you know, well, I've been there. I've been there. And so... Um, you know, I always have my guard up when I'm when I'm shooting when I'm shooting something new because I just I've been scarred. I know that feeling, and but that freaking woman just chipped away at my cold stone heart. Like <laughs> oh. she makes me laugh. I literally need like adult depend diapers because it's <laughs> TMI. But I just we roll on the floor laughing every day. Oh my god! So is it nerve wracking to be now an actor looking for work, or is that gonna be exciting? It's exciting for me. You know, I feel like this show has been the gift of my life. I don't think that it could ever, ever be topped. But um, you know, I just I'm going to cry. <laughs> but I'm so I love I love you know it's it's excruciating. I also love the audition process because I love what I do and I love to become someone else for you know even those two minutes that you're in front of these these people who are trying to create a story and and you know not go in there as like this desperate person who wants a job like to go in there and and try to you know make their world what they want it to be and like collaborate and be you know it's so exciting for me so um, I hope I don't have to do it for a long long time but it's uh, it's fun for me it's fun it's fun that that's was amazing lovely. Yeah. that was and we were talking about like the finale episode and writing that Bradley was that like a I was gonna say mind F word but um, to like figure out how to end this show yeah, I mean, you know, it was a group effort. We have our entire room to really figure out what those moments need to be and, and what felt right and organic out of what we had already created in terms of the trajectory of all the characters. But I think, you know, Joanna wrote the finale, and I think 
It's one of the she's best episodes amazing. we've done, right? She's it's amazing. Yeah, it's she wrote tonight's episode. She as wrote well. tonight's as well, and yeah. you directed, right? I did direct mm-hmm. tonight. Fantastic! Yeah. Oh, wow. I know. It. When I we sort of pick our slots ahead of time during this, uh, right before we enter into the season, and I knew I liked doing the middle episode because I always feel like there's something really sort of heartfelt about that episode, mm-hmm. sort of every mm-hmm. season that we do, and I immediately w- went to Joanna and I said, "You have to write this episode." Mm-hmm. I need to direct your words, and, and she did. And you could tell, yeah. like, you know, people on Twitter, as you probably all know, are not shy. Mm-hmm. And you can just tell when it's just like a, oh, that was a great episode, or when it was like, oh, my God, my mm-hmm. life has changed forever. Yeah. And that's the feeling just in the quick moments I've had to read, like, social media tonight. That's the feeling tonight. It's just like, holy crap, you guys just killed it. And Bradley and Joanna, you guys just... So I can't wait to, to really sit and watch it uh, tonight, but... Um, yeah, get tissues, girl. Yeah, and I know that yeah. I speak for all of us that we um, light up as soon as Annie Potts comes back. <laughs> oh season. my god! Totally. We're like, oh, it's the so Annie Potts great. episode. We're so excited. She's our queen. She is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, she's, she's wild. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> she is she like that offset? Like <laughs> she is. She is. And she's got the best advice, and she's so down to earth. Oh. And she's shooting another show right on our lot, like two feet away from Foster's, which is crazy. Uh, young, young, <laughs> young Sheldon. Sheldon. Yeah. So it's like oh, she's yeah. kind of right. always yeah. in our little orbit. She's yeah. amazing. Amazing. And her husband works on the show too, right? Your has worked. He directed Dead. episode one uh, B, the first episode mm-hmm. of one B. Yeah, right. this family oh. affair. Yeah. Um, so I was, I thought it was interesting that Tess told uh, Annie Potts Sharon that she was a lesbian. You know, I it's someone of wisdom, someone who's older, who's experienced, someone and who look is like open, and I don't know. I think that Tess probably like had a conversation with her and thought like wow, this is like the woman that I want to be or this is the mm-hmm. attitude that I want to have towards life and she's so carefree and fun and easy about things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't surprised that she opened up to her. I was surprised that she actually used that label lesbian and oh, to just say like, know? I'm questioning it, I'm figuring it out, I might be, we, we, it's all secondhand yeah. from Annie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I kind of assume that she didn't well, say straight out. Afterwards, because then Steph says to her, she's like, oh, so you're just going to tell my mom and not tell me or she says it to her mom and her mom's right. like, you know, people opened up to me. But uh, I don't know. I'm curious too if she said, like, oh yeah, I am. She probably just said that I'm deleted about scenes. It. We need that. I need to know the lingo, <laughs> okay? Yeah. We didn't shoot that scene, but um, I know. Yeah. But you know how it is. So you get into a cab and you start just like, blah, telling right. people like, who you feel safe comfortable yeah. and it's just, And they were drinking. And they were drinking. You yeah, know. that's true. I love <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Clearly. I don't. About Here's another <laughs> commercial. <laughs> <They're shamed laughs> Yeah, and then we find out too, flashing forward in the episode, that Annie Potts has had experiences. Of course. Are you surprised by that? Not in the That's what's beautiful about getting older is when you start realizing that's why people say you'll know when you get older. You literally just live through things, you know? While I loved all of the humor that she brought to the, the episode, my favorite part personally was finding out how she felt Yes. when Steph was growing up because we don't see that side of things when she's so outwardly just like flamboyant about everything and just so overly positive and really like if you have a more let's say serious person like Steph you know she thought that she was like quirky and like oh, I have a quirky and weird mom or you know like she's different and she has a different attitude t- towards things and I'm going to gravitate towards dad because he's like strict and stern and mm-hmm. he's who I need to make proud and and it was just I, I 
I needed that. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was nice. I thought it was so. I thought it was beautiful because I just had this conversation with my mother where she said, um, I was kind of saying the same thing, and she's like, Stephanie, you know, a lot of people think that I'm cold blooded, like we're like a bitch and everything else, and you guys run and cater to your father. But the thing is that moms hold the burden of trying to be strong as well. We're already, I think, emotional in this and that. But I think there's. Um, I remember doing a role once and I had to be the mom and I was like, I don't want to be the mom. It's dull. And then the, the, the teacher told me like the mother's role is never dull. You don't know their secrets. You don't know their life. You don't know what they've had to know to just take care of the family. And yeah. it was just so perfect when she said that. It made me sad because like she said, they ganged up on her. But yeah. she because she had to uh, keep up her happiness and her go lucky you know, self that she didn't say anything to make her daughter happy to so that her and her daughter and her husband could have the relationship mm-hmm. what a that sacrifice. they didn't really have yeah. exactly yeah. to go I know you guys are beat me up but just you guys bond you need that because they didn't have it mm-hmm. it was sad but beautiful to, to see that That's and we mom. all have our own experiences it's like even as parents your, your feelings get hurt sometimes I'm Absolutely. sure no matter what and Absolutely. you've got to do whatever you can to sort of put it away every now right. and then sometimes most my of the son's time. like mama no quiero a mama I don't, no. I don't want mommy and I'm just oh. like and I, you know, pulled on the thing like, okay, I know you don't right now, but it's time. Yeah. <laughs> I actually read this really funny um, article the other day about how kids are the biggest a-holes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's kind of true. Like, you know, like, I'm going to stare at you and I'm going to throw my binky on the floor. <laughs> in oh, it's all about testing I the I know you're going to pick it up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just really appreciated this uh, scenes and storylines with uh, Steph because when a character comes out of the closet, everyone knows her sexuality, and like it's done. But really, like that's when the work is kind of beginning. And oh, for it's sure. Told like many years to figure that out, and to see an adult queer character on TV saying that they're still dealing with the trauma from coming out. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that before actually. Amazing. Yeah, we talk about that a lot in the room. Really, um, a lot. It's a yeah. big conversation in the room for for the gay and lesbian writers. Um, and I think you know it depends on also sort of the era that you grew up in. And I, I still find myself walking the streets sometimes, you know, whether it's the Grove or, you know, downtown L.A. or something. And, you know, my boyfriend's younger than me. And so he grew <laughs> up in a different era and he'll just grab my hand Aww. out of nowhere. Yes. But, but I still find myself kind of looking around. Of course. Yeah. And it's because that's the moment in time that I grew up. And it's very different for someone of his generation. And so I think we do bring that stuff to the table and we, stu- we still have to kind of put work on that stuff yeah. you know and really face it I've noticed that also the um, even in discussion when people bring that up and how how they're like no and, and they defend it so strong like you, you shouldn't see it this way and it's like but you didn't grow up the way we did like that was not normal and I could see Steph almost being jealous not jealous but it's like unfair that you get to come out and it's just and it's so yeah. easy yeah. I don't know how many times I've heard someone say like oh how'd you come out like well I said and they knew and then they threw a party and then they're like you're so lucky yeah like so angry because it's such it's so heavy yeah. it's so yeah. so heavy so and that was really nice to see Steph just get mad about it because she's allowed to be yeah and I feel like every year of my 20s I thought like oh I'm finally like I've figured it out I'm okay with my sexuality and then the next year I felt that way and then the next year I was like yeah. oh now I'm okay yeah. with that <laughs> and now I'm like in my late 20s and I'm like oh okay no <laughs> I may be okay with that <laughs> Jeff I have to say I've seen that in you oh really Aww. so much from when we first met so much more conservative and like quiet about it and look what, what podcast you have now. Would you like to yes. plug it now? Yeah. Oh, oh you mean my award-winning podcast, LGBTQ <laughs> and A, my New York Times bestselling podcast? <laughs> oh, um, no, it was mentioned in the New York Times, and now people call it a New York Times bestseller. Um, yeah. Wow! Uh, thank amazing. you so much. Great, great, great plug. <laughs> 
Um, someone named Peter Page was on it last year. Uh, okay, fine. Enough about it. We've and not yet, been on it. Have we been on it? I, I don't not. think so. I, I well, yeah. well, yeah. the podcast is not He's over yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put me on the list. You're not queer. <laughs> she just plays one on but TV. You don't right. know that. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a thing. You don't know. You've just had more like on-screen same-sex kisses than anybody. <laughs> She's had experience. <laughs> oh, do tell. Oh, I say everyone's a little queer. That's right. I believe it. Yes. And you know what? When you could admit that, it really it's like you're not bounded to like BS because it just like allows like, oh, it's normal. I feel like that's the thing when people can't just say that. Sorry, I know you were just joking, but Oh no, but, I, but it's <laughs> true. We've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, like you like, kinda started I did, I was yeah. saying that like when I could finally say that I'm like, Oh, I think I'm a little queer, like curious or you know, I don't mind. It's mm-hmm. just whatever the energy and like the feeling is. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's all it is. There's nothing more to it right. than just saying it and accepting yes. it. Totally. I kissed a girl. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, slightly off topic, but you mentioned the um, queer writers in your room. Do you have any trans writers? I wanted we to. Don't. No. Okay. No? We don't. Okay. We don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I, do you say yet? I mean, you know, they, they're they going to be doing many, many more projects. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, I, we I, consult I, with GLAAD all the time, though. We, we really do use them as a resource. And they've I, been really great. I think us. it shows. But also, like, I see a ton of content with... Uh, trans storylines and no one handles them as well as you guys do. Yeah. Thanks. And I really mean that because it's a massive deal in our day and age with like the treatment and representation of trans people. Right. Thank you. I mean, that means a lot. And I think we all as a staff work really hard to make sure that that's the case. Mm -hmm. And we, I think 90% of the time get there. And if we don't, then, you know, we'll, we'll talk to our actor and, and he's very open and honest about what he feels is truth and, Mm -hmm. and perhaps a little too written. That's lovely. Yeah. It's true because yeah. every every other time I always see and it's like I don't not to be rude but it's kind of corny and I love that you don't make this like transgender life so dramatic. It's just like yeah, that's yeah. not really the case. Or you know? they focus on the transition, which you guys right. didn't have to do, right? And, and didn't do. Yeah, we were we we've talked about it, but we wanted to get like far beyond that mm-hmm. and tell just real distinct human stories, right? Uh, and and this really great relationship that he has yeah. with Callie, you know and. Elliot's amazing. He's just, he's an open vessel. Yeah. He's a heartthrob on the yeah. show. It's such oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. He's the sexiest thing in the whole like, world. Yes. Yeah. I know. His, every yeah. time he smiles, like when he does his like, he goes, he does his like, yeah. like, you know what I'm <laughs> and I'm always like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to craft a character on TV that is a heartthrob and transgender is radical in the history of LGBTQ representation. Mm-hmm. So it's a massive, massive deal. An accomplishment. Absolutely, and yeah, I think awesome. it's a we're very huge. we're very proud of and it. And even uh, like going back to the the Jimena and, and Callie scene when, when yes. Jimena's like, "I'm gay," you didn't know, like, and it wasn't like this big old yeah. like you know. Yeah. And she's like, "No, I didn't know." Like whatever, you like just go on, go with on, life, right? You, know? you. also you. if you're gonna come out to somebody, come out to like somebody like Callie. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Queer brothers, queer mothers. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of um, people weighing in on Twitter, but one actually really stuck out to me, um, Vinny. Oh, uh, yeah, Bradley's boyfriend. Hi, he said, "Tell." <laughs> Tell B the jacket looks great on camera. Thank you. Oh. He picked it out for me today. <laughs> Vinny is winning with Thank the suggestion. Thank you for watching, Vinny. Oh. Vinny, give that. Gertie a kiss for me. Oh. <laughs> I love Gertie. She's the best thing in the whole world. She Oh, we have to also just mention briefly during the gift exchange in Mother's Day mm-hmm. this speech from Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, I, that's why I was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> It was so good. I was going to be so mad if one of you didn't cry. Oh. It was brilliant. Oh, it's sweet. It's interesting. Sweet. With, with his character specifically, like, we've seen so many ups and downs since Noah joined the show. 
And this scene especially, this episode, when, when he said what he needed to say, I personally am so excited to see what he does beyond this show. Yeah. He's incredible. He's because really incredible. I've seen him in other things. I, like, watch like, all the stuff on Netflix, and I'm like, oh, Noah's in this movie. I'll mm. watch this movie. Or, like, oh, mm. this cast member's in this. And I'm just excited to, like, see him, where he goes, all these young actors. Like, this is, we've watched them grow up. I know. Yeah. And, and I just, I'm excited. I'm in mm-hmm. love with them. You yeah. guys know how much I'm in love with these kids. Like, just the most beautiful souls. Just the, Noah, just to, to come in, you know, when you're replacing another character, yeah, like, what an right. awkward thing, and then you get all this weird hate online, and he's just so open and weird and amazing yeah. and fun and, un, and, and surprising and mm-hmm. just... He handled it like a gentleman. He really, he's been a gentleman the whole time. Totally. And we were having this conversation about him today, literally, when we were shooting something that we're not supposed to talk about. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That he, he's a movie star. Like, there's something about him that just, Mm -hmm. he's so truthful and honest, and he's just himself, and there are no apologies, you know? And that's what I love about him. He's so amazing. He's also a babe, so that He's a babe. We were also talking about that. He's a babe. I love him. You know who else is a babe? It's David Lambert. Like, Uh, I'm so cougary and weird, especially (laughs) because I'm his mom in some ways, but, like, his beautiful blue eyes, Mm -hmm. and he's just the most humble, and he's funny as... AF and is that what they say? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> AF and 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 humble and like oh I just and, he, and his acting and he had that scene with with Terry when he played piano for her uh-huh. and I was I was shadowing that episode I think with yeah. Lee and I was just sitting there at the monitors just bawling because it's just he's so simple in yeah. what, what he does. I was just gonna say his subtlety and everything. I almost feel like he would if I had to work with him he'd be a little intimidating. Because he just seems so he's like he so knows simple. what he's doing. Yes, you know yeah. he's the most approachable grounded. person on the planet. Oh, he really he is, is. Just... and he's, and he's Puerto Rican, right? Nothing but love. He's he is. Rican. Yeah. Pero no hablas pero oh, yo we forgive him. We forgive I don't him. know what that means. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay, about your jacket. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Vinny. You're funny. He's funny. Thank you. Um, before we move off this, I just want to ask Vinny what he thinks about my jacket. Uh, feel free to tweet to Jillian. Um, okay, last thing about Steph, though. She does have this breakdown that we see yeah. um, that uh, causes the uh, conversation between Annie Potts and her. Mm-hmm. I think that if we were beginning the season going to say which character is least likely to have a breakdown, we probably would vote Steph. Yeah. And so we see this, and it's earned, and it's amazing. And um, I just wanted to officially say that I no longer think that Steph's going to die. Right. Uh, that uh, prediction's off the table. Have, have you heard you that really thought been... that she yeah, was going to die? Absolutely not. Well, Hannah yeah. started it. We discussed it. No. You know, yeah, for like three shows, four shows I just now. don't like making boring predictions. Okay, but your dad agreed with me. He messaged me and said, we I think We would be the most too. cool people on the planet if <laughs> we dad. killed Steph at the end of our final season. I mean, we'd That's never ridiculous. work again. It's the finale. That's what yeah. Like, like another dead lesbian on TV. Great. <laughs> well, there's my that favorite. Too. Yeah. That's, That's that just, we would never no, go no, there. No, 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 no. no I never, we'll hear from some women. You know, it's like no, we have a couple Twitter followers that yeah, are very passionate, and I love them and I respect them. But, you know, but they'd be like, "What's up?" We with have that? a lot coming <laughs> yeah. at us sometimes. Yes, I, yeah. I have always thought, you know, Terry is amazing at, at what she does, but that scene specifically of the breakdown. Um, we talked about it on the show before. Mm-hmm. I suffer from anxiety. I know many of you guys do out there, and it really is like you don't even know what to think. You don't know what to say. You can't move. And 
the way that her mom handled it was so wonderful and grounding. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. a mom yeah. having to not freak out because look what's happening to your daughter. And she in knew front exactly what to do, and that made me shed a tear. Mm-hmm. That it's like you always have to remember that your mom knows yeah. exactly what to do, even if she doesn't know what's going on in your life. Yeah. She, you know, she don't knows. underestimate her. Yeah. Well, that's why it's in the Mother's Day episode. It's yeah. like yeah. If, if you're lucky enough to have a mom that's in your life that was present in your life. You know, all of the heartbreaking moments of my life, the first person I think of to go mm-hmm. to is my mom that's to this so very day, yeah. you know? And so they're... And that's incredibly oh, lucky that you're able yeah. to. Yes. That's what I mean. If Absolutely. we're lucky enough yeah. to have that person in our life. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I really appreciate the little exercise because I feel like if I have those moments, touch Aww. one, touch four things. Yeah. And she was doing that because I was getting anxiety watcher. And, I was, and it, it's just so funny how to ground you and just to like bring you back into the room. Mm-hmm. Right? Amazing. That was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, because anxiety is all about, you know, you just continue to spin and you convince yourself that you're dying. You convince yourself that you're having a heart attack. Well, you just have to figure out some way to ground yourself and tell yourself it's okay. You're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You've been through this before. You know it's just a cycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's flipping writers. I'm telling you. I don't know how to not see them as deities, you know. Like, (laughs) I just don't understand how and and how much they've predicted things, Mm -hmm. you know, and how much they've written things that that air on the date that it's actually happening in real life. Just yeah. like this we just have a magic eight ball in the writer's room sure. and we just shake it and I we ask questions. So. Right? So it's in, in this episode specifically, I forget somebody tweeted it today, but they said that this was written in the time that the Harvey Weinstein stuff came mm-hmm. out. So your speech specifically was, I mean, really, it's still, it's so nail on the head for what is continuing yeah. to happen now in the industry. But to have it be during that time. Yeah. I'm sure in your delivery, it's crazy. Yeah. It, it must have been wild. It's crazy. I just, I literally, I'm, I'm hoarding scripts from the, all the seasons because they're going to have conversations, you know, there's conversations that I'm going to have in the future with my kids. Right. I'm like, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joanna. <laughs> I've learned so flipping much. Mm-hmm. I just, because I, you know, I love my family and I come from a lovely family, but my, you know, we, we weren't very communicative, communicative about things that like, you know difficult subjects but kind of just like oh put that under the rug there Mm -hmm. and now I've just like I've learned just it's an education about how I want you know my kids to be in the world and what I want them to know and how I don't want them to be ashamed of you know things and just the whole show has just changed my life it really has and just like the sex positivity that your characters model too with their kids you know without crossing a line uh, that's wild actually too amazing when Jesus was like can you call my doctor and ask if it's okay if I have sex and I'm like I'm trying right. try to think of my mom, and, like saying this to my mom. Right? That would never. And all the stuff on the table during the LGBTQ sex ed seminar. Right. Some toys out of it's Google. Beautiful. What's happening? Yeah. And some fruit and vegetables. And fruits and vegetables. Yes, yes you're right. Big you're fans right. of produce, the queer community. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I think that like, that is being modeled on the whole that parents who are coming of age now are more uh, wanting and open to have these conversations instead of sweep it under the rug, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And I think the characters are modeling that as well. Yeah. That's cool. It is wonderful. Actually, I had I went to a podcast recently. It was for uh, Here and Now. HBO was having yeah. a campaign, and my friend spoke at it. And one of the stories was a woman who um, found out she couldn't have children, and she's fostering a baby right now. 
baby Kane, I was like, and she was in her speech, she's talking about, you know, not knowing what to do and how to love and this and that. And afterwards I spoke to her and I was like, if you want to know what to do, watch a show Aww. called The Foster. She's like, I've heard of it. I'm like, it will change your life. You will love that baby twice as much, like, a hundred times more. And she's like, really? I'm like, do it. And I'm like, you'll be great, honey. No, Just I, watch it. We need to I, come here every week. I, I, know, I know, I know. An ego struck. <laughs> no, no, really. Like, it's genuine. And, and I, I said this to you last week after last week's episode that I never came from an ignorant place on any of these topics, but I have learned hmm. So much in the past five years, and it's really exciting to hear that from you as well, that you have learned so much, and I hear it from people on Twitter all the time, and it's just, it's very exciting because some people that watch the show are not exposed to the things that these characters are going through, so hopefully, you know, everyone that's watched has come out a better person. I know I have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I love that there's not just one viewpoint. I mean, we always kind of tackle the other side and the other point of view and the other point of view because otherwise it would be very unfair and people would be kind of like turned off about. But I think it's, it's, they do a really good job of being 360 about stuff, you know, because there's more than one way of seeing things and you've got to come to an understanding. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You you guys have been brilliant about showing cause, effect, and resolution, you know, and then what comes from it. Because all the reaction, the negative reaction, I think that's what's so important as well mm-hmm. how do you tackle that right. yeah and then you guys just kill it yeah <laughs> something also that i appreciate is that each character has such distinct history with the other characters and it's always different mm-hmm. yeah. so callie has all these siblings but she had this experience with jude and other experiences with brandon and mariana and so when we had the callie and jude scene it was a reminder of like oh yeah we haven't got this a while and it felt yeah. so nice their bonding moments yeah because they have had intense history and I feel like we're like checking these like off the list before we say goodbye to the yeah, show. That's what I, that's we what really I, are. Yeah. We sort of had a list in the writers' room, and we you we, had we, to. We had to. Yeah. And we didn't get to everything. That's the other thing. We had so many other things. Oh, go Sherry. What go things? <laughs> what things did you not get to? Um. Uh, no, because we'll hear all about it. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're opening stuff. a can of worms. Yeah, exactly. But I will say, when Peter and I wrote the pilot, we literally we developed this web of relationships, and that was very important to us from from the first episode. Episode, to really be able to draw lines between every character to make sure that it felt like a spider web mm. and it just continued to build and build and build and build and build yeah. over the last five seasons. Yeah. I just think with other shows with like let's say like five siblings, they kind of just all treat each other like siblings. And it's yeah. like a general melange. Right. <laughs> Malaise. What word am I trying for? Melange. <laughs> melange. Uh, yeah, just the, it's, the history just was so uh, present, and I love that. And so when we have Callie and Jude go to the grave, Donald, check him off the list. Right. There he goes. Right. Shed a tear. I was yeah. like, well, we have not seen him, and he's and happy. He's happy. Yeah. He's had a hard life. And I love what Callie said. I think everyone's been sad long enough. Yeah. I think yeah. people forget that they, they feel like they're obligated to feel the pain. Like, they they're bound, yes. like they're connected to it. It's like you're allowed to let go. That is yeah. profound because we get used to the sadness and we're like, oh, I'll just stick with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to change. Yeah. But that's enough about me. Stop it. Stop it. Um, also, like Natalie, she's rocking your haircut stuff. Yes. I love just like I the happy that ending that Donald gets. Yes. Oh, I have to ask about a character though. We are going to, we are going to have a send off for Anna, right? We're going to have her come back this season or no? Oh, Anna. maybe not. That's probably one of the people. Oh who, no! That they didn't get to. Okay. Wait, hold on. And what about Kerr? I'm Kerr Smith back. <laughs> I I'm not getting Kerr. We're gonna see Kerr again. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We we Thank have you. we we talk about Anna. We sort of learn some stuff about Anna. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So there will not be gotcha. another wedding before the series is over. 
We'll see. Well, you know oh, what? You God, know what? Though who else would get married. It's, it's okay because I'm saying it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I've made the decision because we have got Anna's happy ending. Yeah. For this That's woman true. who could have been a one uh, guest star on a series of a TV, yeah. she's had this beautiful character arc. Yeah. That's true. And it's not what we ever imagined. Mm. Really? Frankly, we we met the actress and we fell in love with her and we really saw the connection between her and Sierra, um, between Alex and Sierra, and we just really started to write to it, and it just grew from there, you know, and so it wasn't ever a plan of ours to really go down that road. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, there's a huge payoff. Yeah. 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 I think we were joking too from a couple early season that she could end up with Mike and they could all be tied together. So we got that. <laughs> you got that. Unless they break Check. up. Are we going to see Rosie again? We're not. Rosie's on a fantastic show on Showtime now. Stepmom. Yeah. Wait, Stepmom and Smilf. Smilf. Yeah. I liked that. Killing it. I, I, when I was in New York the last time a couple of weeks ago, I got to go hang with Rosie and watch one of the episodes oh with her. God. And it was the coolest thing oh. ever. Because she's so proud of that show and she's mm. killing she's it. She's great. She's killing it. I love yeah. her so I much. I love that she's just yeah. a girl from the Bronx. That's just so cool to me. She And she always will be. She yeah. always yeah. will be. That's yeah. true. <laughs> in the best way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I think... Too, we've seen Callie has such massive growth, while also at times it's it's stalled and it's been slow because her past uh, like warranted that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't want this massive like transformation butterfly swan story from her because that's not enjoyable it's not to watch. Real. It's also right. not real. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah, and I think something that we've talked about in the past is that when Peter Page was here, he was saying that somebody who's gone through everything that Callie had, it's not that most people don't come back from that. Yeah. So for the sake of the show, you know, she has to. Yeah. And thankfully, because mm-hmm. that's the show, but um, that uh, I think that's always in the back of my mind, at least. Well, we all have imprints, right? Yeah. From from very young. And it's on really, pieces of paper. On pieces of paper. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, I think it's really hard to work through some of those massive imprints. Totally. And she had so many of them. So. Yeah. so young. Right. I mean, how many mistakes do you make when you're, you know, from this a perfect family and perfect, you know, circumstances? You still make mistakes as a teenager, and then exactly. going through everything she's been through. Mm-hmm. Amazing, she's even alive. You know, yeah. At this yeah. Point. Well, thank God she was adopted into a family that allowed her to do the work. <laughs> and also, yeah. she had a cop as a mom, which was helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I know. I, I mean, keep thinking of Callie with her little beat up face, saying, "So you're the real son, and you're the two, like <laughs> you're the dykes. You're the dykes." I mean, think about that. Oh She's come a long gosh, way from yes. saying that to you two, to yes. where she is now. That was actually, to dating a trans man. Right. <laughs> that was actually yeah. beautiful um, in the beginning of the, like, previously on The Fosters, when mm-hmm. we got to see this, those scenes of her from when she was young. Just yeah. like, I mean, she still is young, but just oh, like... Oh, just wait for the finale. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't wait. know if oh, I'm no, like, don't do the collage or something. Don't do like... Just just wait. Just a wait. flashback only, not a fast forward. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, also, uh, uh, you remind me of something, calling them the dykes. Um, when we had Sherry here, season one, I jokingly said that uh, you were the femme one and Steph was the butch one, <laughs> um, which is rude, but also you're you're both butch, you're both femme, and that is more realistic because those stereotypes are reductive. Mm-hmm. And like it would have been really easy to write these two characters to be stereotypes, and that's not as interesting. Right. So is- I take that back officially. Thank you. <laughs> You're gross. welcome. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. Wow, that thank was, you. That was kind of brought up with the Annie Potts in the bar. 
Her being like, somebody needs to be the aggressor. Somebody oh, so needs to be, to be the, the man. Oh, the man. The man. Like, oh, needs to be man. Okay, you know what I mean. The aggressor. It's hard. We live in a world of stereotypes. And yeah. Yeah, people perpetuate stereotypes. Yeah. And hopefully one day it will not be, you know, looking at this person and sizing them up, looking at that yeah. person yeah. sizing I them get, up. I get called a dyke. Like, because like you have short I, hair, yeah, like and like viciously too. And I was like, man, what? be what? proud of that. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I want to be called a dyke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you a dyke. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, labels are terrifying, they also. Are. Uh, Laverne Cox says, like, the great irony of her life is that before she transitioned, uh, everyone called her a girl. And then after she transitioned, everyone called her a man. <laughs> yeah. so, like, people just look for, like, what is most Absolutely. hateful to attack well, you. It's, I mean, it's hard. I mean, as humans, we're trying to make sense of our world. And so we always just try to default to what's simple and, like, okay, let's put this mm. in this box and this so I can move on with life. And this makes sense. And this makes, like, they always try to, you know, kind of distill things down to make things simple and people are not simple so as soon as we figured that out you know we're gonna be on our way and i feel like the fosters has, has done a lot toward advancing that mm-hmm. you know idea mm-hmm. hopefully people take a little deeper look people yeah. take a little second look and you know and i think that's why mar- marriage equality has been such a struggle for us is because you know straight couples who don't necessarily agree with it look at it and say that does not look like my marriage right. yeah. but that's okay yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. Just, why does it matter it's just funny why are we so passionate about that oh, some people like Men who are men, men, women who, you know, like, they, why can't that just be a thing? Like, some people have blue eyes, some people, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm being really simplistic here, but it just seems like. But it is that simple. Room, it is, yeah. it is yeah. that simple. The millennials that I speak to, the way they, it, they're like, it's, you can tell how natural it is for them not to understand when people think otherwise. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. You know, I, even in their behavior and the way that they are, like, especially like millennial boys around gay boys, yeah. I always pay attention to that because I, I see the difference between my other friends mm-hmm. where they make sure that if something happens like this, that the guy moves his hand where the other one's like, you know, like yeah. embracing, yeah. It, but they don't think twice. Generation Z is even beyond millennials is like the coolest generation, I think, mm-hmm. of our Lifetimes. Yes. It just, they are all cool and fluid, and it's just about yeah. friendships and, yeah. and love hang and energy time. and vibes. It's like, yeah. Yes. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. Did you guys see Love? Oh, yeah, it's not out yet. Love Simon. No. I read the book. Yeah. I love see the that actor. stinking movie. I can't wait. I'm obsessed with it already. Amazing. And I've not seen it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got a yeah. sneak peek. I heard. I heard you guys Amazing. had fun yesterday, too. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Really good. Mm-hmm. I think that it's exciting to have people exposed to this complex relationship that just happens to be between two women and for them to be able to see sort of the ups and downs of a relationship that just happens to be between two women and how, you know, it's not something that we talk about on the show anymore because it's just between two women. Like, it doesn't doesn't matter. And we were trying, like, I was thinking the other day, um, I I saw the new season of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came Mm -hmm. out and that was what I was exposed to when I was growing up. And that was sort of how I learned. Was the original Queer Eye? Yeah, and Mm -hmm. how I was able to sort of, I had a, a gay friend who I'm still best friends with, and he came out to me when he was 13. Wow. And I know. Good for him. Talk about, like, knowing what you want. Like, still, I'm like, you are amazing. Uh, But that is how I learned. So it's exciting to see, you know, that was sort of very in a stereotypical way. Yeah. That's how I was exposed to it. And now, for me and for everyone else, seeing a relationship for what a relationship is 
well, is great. Yeah, we have very passionate fans, as we know. And, you know, there have been a lot of moments on our show where Steph and Lena struggle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they aren't connecting. And sometimes mm-hmm. they aren't getting along or seeing eye to eye. And that was probably one of the most important things we talked about, we talk about on a daily basis in the writer's room, is to make sure that we do put that forward. We don't want the perfect marriage right. on screen right. because that's not real. Exactly. Yeah. And we want this to be a real, true representation of what a real marriage yeah. and relationship and I get is. And I get the feeling of, like, I, I want this relationship so bad. Don't mess with it. Don't don't make yeah. them fight. Like, I get it. Like, they're yeah. so invested, which makes me so happy. But it's like, guys, this is good. This is good that you mm-hmm. show us that we're just like any other, you know, straight Absolutely. couples fight all the time and stay married and are married and have kids. <clears> and, and why can't we have that normalcy as well where we mm-hmm. fight and we come back together? We fight and we come back together. And it's life. Yeah. Will you put the mic up just closer? Oh. Um, I feel like too selfishly <laughs> as an actor, it's like, don't you also want the drama? <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't want just happy yeah. times. Well, that wouldn't be fun to watch. Yeah. Right. You know, no, it's like we boring. need a little... Something, something. I yeah. do like that yeah. though. I feel like my the, what I was exposed to growing up was always just to they always focused on like the sex part mm. of of um, of that of the community rather than just the I think life part. the life part. That's yeah. what makes you. That's I think that's what will make someone accept accept it more or right. like be comfortable or see it as human because yeah you're gonna be uncomfortable because people are uncomfortable when anyone's doing that. Well, because then you recognize yourself exactly. in that relationship. Exactly. You identify yourself you know, no with that person. No matter who you are. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, in terms of marriage equality, the it got passed into law and the public supported it when mm-hmm. we stopped framing it as two men and two women deserve the right. right. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. you don't you want them to be doing, like, get married and, like, have sex to love is love. Right. And yes. it's about two people loving each other. Yeah. And it's just changed the public's perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I think it was Louis C.K. who said, you know, gay people have the right to be miserable too like right. let them get married yes. <laughs> yes. in the cynical view of things yeah, you know yeah. like yeah. No, but <laughs> it's true favorite. I mean how many how many straight couples F it up for everybody right. and, <laughs> and that's supposed to be married exactly right? you know he's like preach yeah. the majority right. it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous and it's so funny too because when I when it comes to Steph and Lena I don't and I'm so thank you God for it I don't see it as a lesbian couple anymore yeah. It's and that's yeah. what I can't wait. I'm like, is this what the other the new generation is yeah. looking at now? Yeah. It's yeah. just the couple. And when we first came out, it was always I was ho- always hearing the uh the the media stuff, the press releases. Like your log line. Interracial. <laughs> interracial it's lesbian like, couple. Never every hear time. the interracial anymore. That was gone yeah. after like season one B or whatever. Like that's gone. And now you know, and then I hear the the dis- discourse on on Twitter, and it's like you know, Stephanie deserved it. And it's not you know, and it's not necessarily just from gay you know followers. It's just from everyone. Like they just talk about us like. A relationship and why did you do that and why and Lena shouldn't do that and and just talk just like you would any other relationship yes. so it's kind of like falling away all of yes. this yes. stuff I feel like a part of that I'm so yeah. excited in it's five so years beautiful. time that's right. so crazy yeah. in five years time but also in five years time yeah. if you yes. think about it, you it know? it's very true but that's you gotta start somewhere yeah. and I think too because you're <clears throat> focusing on, on such major issues right now DACA and Dreamers and yeah. you know there's an uh, like abortions like uh, uh, everything every everything. issue actually yeah literally every issue we've dealt with it's harder to then focus on like the labels and the like identities of the characters when it's such a massive thing mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's uh it's a good distraction but then it's also we balance it with oh I have a zit or you better do that laundry and then like, <laughs> you know it brings it back to like this is just life you know mm-hmm. this is just life this is gonna sound weird but one of my favorite episodes in tonight's up. Ep- favorite moments in tonight's episode is when you walk in and you pick up a bunch of laundry on Jesus's chair and you throw it in the hamper <laughs> and then you sit down and 
<laughs> you have this real honest heart to heart with him. Yeah. And I love how messy our show can be yeah, sometimes where absolutely. it is about the laundry. It yes. is about the junk and yeah. the mess of living mm-hmm. in that big house. We don't ever leave that behind. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you directed this episode. Was that your idea? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so. God. I mean, we cut but, I, but I, I think I said like three words, and Sherry's like, "Got it." And she just walked in, and she's like, <laughs> it's "Like it's so just mother, so nature. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so beautiful when you see true dynamics, something that really happens because yeah. you feel it, yeah. you see it." Now, here's here's one thing. Cause we we have like about like seven minutes left with you guys. No, I know. Oh, I want to stay here forever. Um, yeah, right. It's they like can five wait. Years of our show. The oh, epicenter no. of the entire series to me is the house, but not only the house, but the kitchen table. So. Can you talk about emotions filming that last scene at the kitchen table? What was going through your mind without giving any spoilers away or anything? Oh my gosh. It was crazy. I mean, we were all like just taking pictures and, you know, eating that chicken like a hundred thousand times. But, you know, just, (laughs) um, it was hard, you know, because again, I kept trying to steal my heart and just go, no, this is fine. We're going to come back next month and do this again. It's going to be great. And, but, you know, Joanna was like, let's get together. This is the last, you know, such and such of oh, the... Yeah. And so I couldn't avoid it sinking in. And it was emotional. And it was and it was great. And, you know, those scenes have traditionally been really grueling. Because it's, you know, three hours around this table eating angle, turkey. Angle, angle. Yeah. Yes. Shot, but shot, shot. now we looked at it in a different way. And I just ate that turkey with a smile on my face. Mm. And just, you know, I just love those people. I think someone called it the Last Supper. The Last Supper. Oh. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. yeah, it's... It's been really emotional. Really yeah. emotional. Yeah, it's been. I didn't think I would be this emotional oh at my the gosh. end. Um, oh, but I, we yeah. really do have a family. You know? Amazing, yeah. amazing. And you guys have done so much. I've never followed a show from beginning to end before, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's like sad because like, it's a little escape every time you watch it. Yeah. Aww. Don't cry. <laughs> Don't cry too. And to recognize or to recommend it to other people, not for. A fandom reason, but because it's a show of importance mm-hmm. is really special. That rarely happens where it's like, you have to watch the show. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen oh to being like, gosh. no, you have to watch the show. It's important. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It, and that's, that's special, like five years in for it to be that. I think the people, that... sorry, the oh. people that come up to me and in the airports or in wherever, and you know, Trader Joe's, whatever, <laughs> and you feel it in their, in their soul. And I'm just like, oh, I love your show. But it's like, you guys have changed my life. Yeah. I can't, you know, it, it's, it's, I'm still processing it. I really am. I think the ironic thing is I feel like we're just starting to find our audience, you know, <laughs> five seasons in, I think more and more people are finding the show and watching the show. And like, cause I hear about it way more now than I did even <gasps> totally, a year or two ago. Totally. And you know, that's, what's hard a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I, I would keep going for 10 more years mm-hmm. if, if, a I lot could. bit, a mm. lot bit, not a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot a lot of bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, and I just respect hard work. So I see like the thought that goes into the show, yeah. the thought to say like, "Hey, um, we're in a crazy presidency now that we weren't in when we started. How can we address um, dreamers and immigrants yeah. and yeah. et cetera, et cetera?" And uh, it obviously there's a lot of work that and thought that's behind it, and it mm. shows. It pays off. Mm. Um, we're almost out of time. Let's give her grace. She gives proxy yeah. to Brandon, and Brandon yes. accepts it. The mom is mad, mm-hmm. and yet she explains her side, and it's like, oh, darn it. We can't disagree with her. Yeah. Yeah. True Foster's fashion. Mm-hmm. And then in the preview for next week, we see Logan and Mariana. Oh, snap. I can't Logan wait. is back, and it's He's not going well. good for a moment well. until it's not. <laughs> and then next week, we'll talk about Tess's... Um, 
unkind conversation right. to Mariana. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll see oh, how yeah. we'll see how that goes. I'm Tess. I'm interested. Yeah, Tess is going to happen. <laughs> Did you just say that? Get her. I'm also Talk to my daughter. Like That's that. what I'm and saying. And your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also kind of excited to see you know, I know we saw like flashbacks of Lena and Steph and how that relationship came to be, but I'm excited that we're watching this test thing in real time and what's actually happening to her family and sort of, you know, the consequences of her wanting to be herself. It's important stuff because I know that there are people out there probably yeah, going through the same thing totally. that she's going through right now. So I'm interested to see what's actually going to happen. And, like, Mariana, she has just been, like, loose lips because she's – I don't even know if she might even tell Lena and Steph, like, well, Tess said this to me and this and this and this because, you know, she's been, like, a sassy monster. But I don't know. She's our little Nancy Drew. Like, she knows everything. She's she coming to her everybody. own. We've talked about her. that previously. But, yeah, like, I am excited for next week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the thing we love is that you don't make the characters dumb. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. she sees this thing happen and she reacts like a normal person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also part of that younger generation where she's like, uh, no, don't do that. And I love that she says it to you. She's like, uh, I wouldn't let her be her hound mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is no one else thinking that? Because low key, she's right. right. You know, when, she, when she's feeling experimental. No, I right. trust Steph. <laughs> It doesn't, but, she, but, but Mariana's right. If I was a daughter, I'd, I'd be saying the same thing. Yes. Like, um, yeah. I need you to get away from my mom. Excuse Thanks. Me. And I also love that they're having else. this conversation while they're making the bed. Yes. Of course. <laughs> the parents' her. bed. Yeah. Yes. Those yeah. brown sheets. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, remember the brown bed skirt? Uh, yeah. Season <laughs> six was it the Lena staff exploring non-monogamy. So, you know, America's maybe not ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> what if the spinoff Lena staff are there with like her, their new girlfriends? Oh, oh my God. Stop and on that note. Not going to happen, by the way. Um, wow, I'm so excited it's going to happen. On that note, thank you so much for coming back, both yeah. of you. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Thank you guys for being amazing, amazing. You covered this show just like, like with your soul and your heart, and it's it's amazing. I've never felt such love and support, and, and you guys dissect that height yeah. of this thing, and we love you for it. You know, and it's also, the last you season really do feel like family. Like, yes. You feel like a part of the family. Yes. That means we all talk about you guys. Absolutely. And, oh. Thank you. Say nice things. Um, thank you so much. If people want to connect with you on Twitter, is it at Bradley Bradley, Bradley Bradwick, yes. and at Sherry Sam One? Sherry Sam One on Twitter and Psalm oh Days on Instagram. Psalm <laughs> Days, and I'm at Jeff Masters One on Twitter as well. And I'm at the hat. Whoa! I'm at the Hotshot Dude on Instagram and Twitter. Champagne. I'm at Jillian Leff on Instagram and Twitter. And if you haven't had enough of me, I also have a podcast myself. It's called Boss Please, <laughs> and it comes out every Wednesday. And we talk to amazing female bosses. Woo. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. You can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Fantastic! And the show's off mm. next week. Is that correct? Yeah. We'll be yeah. back the following week. Two weeks. Bye. 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 From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments and questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 